This is Garden Variety, a horticulture podcast from Iowa Public Radio and Iowa State University Extension and Outreach. I'm Charity Nebbe. House plants can bring us a lot of joy, but sometimes insect pests ruin the fun. Entomologist Zach Shum of the Iowa State University Plant and Insect Diagnostic Clinic is here today to help us deal with insects that are plaguing our house plants. Hello, Zach. Good morning. How are you? Very good. And this is one of those cases, like so many cases, where prevention is the best method to deal with insect pests on houseplants. So when you're bringing houseplants into your home, whether you're buying them, inheriting them, moving them from outside, what do you do to try to make sure you're not bringing an insect infestation into the home? Yeah, it's a great question. So yeah, prevention, like you said, is definitely key. And what we usually recommend, or what I at least recommend, is to isolate that plant away from all of your other house plants first and foremost. So put it in a room where there's no other house plants, or at least maybe the house plants that you care about a little bit less, perhaps, and let that plant sit there for a couple of weeks, you know, two to three weeks, and really monitor that plant to see if any unnoticed pests are on that plant. You know, insects are small. They're really hard to see. And we might not see them when we buy the plant, right? So, you know, it's always good to take a look at that plant when you first purchase it. You certainly don't want to purchase a plant that you can clearly see some insect pests on. But let's say you don't see any when you first purchase it. Put it in a a room, put it on the side of a house where there's no other plants that could potentially be impacted if you accidentally bring some pests into the house. It's much easier to manage pests on a single plant in a single room that's by itself rather than putting it right next to all your other house plants and potentially having those pests spread to other ones, right? So uh, look at the plant when you first purchase it. Give it a good inspection. Look at all parts of the plant, the stem, the leaves, everything. And then once you isolate it, just monitor it for a couple of weeks. Make sure it's watered properly, cared for properly. And if you do find something pop up on that plant, then you can react to that one plant instead of potentially all or most of your house plants, right? So that's typically what we recommend first for prevention, just Be diligent, look for those insects really well, and then move forward from there. Do you have any tips for how to look for insects on a a plant that you're purchasing? Because some of these insects are very, very small. Yeah, they're definitely very tiny sometimes. You know, we get into spider mites and mealybugs, you know, very, very small. And so it's always good to have a magnifier's loop, you know, magnifying glass or something. Uh, What I like to recommend is to really look on the undersides of leaves as well and make sure you're looking in all the crevices and small areas that insects and other organisms can hide. So... Um, it's always good to have that magnifying glass around. I think, you know, my eyes are definitely getting worse as we move forward. And uh, I even prefer to have magnification sometimes, and I'm trained to find these insects, right? So, but really take some time to like look in all those crevices, flip the leaves over and look for any signs of insects. It can be the insect itself. It can be frass, which is just another name for insect poop. Uh, you can do lots of things to, but you have to, you have to, again, like get a magnified view of that, of that plant. So, Think like an insect. Think of those places that those insects and pests can hide and look in those areas, undersides of leaves, in crevices of stems and things of that nature. So look everywhere, but focus on those areas that the insects could potentially be hidden in. Okay. Well, this all sounds like a really good plan and great best practice. I'm guessing most of us do not do this. So, well, you know, this is yeah. this is a resolution we can make for the future. But, of course, a lot of us have already created problems in our homes. So when you start to identify that there might be insect problems in your houseplants, uh, how do you, and of course, if you have a collection of houseplants, you don't necessarily know where they're coming from. What do you do to try to identify the problem? Right. So, I mean, the, the first, I mean, first and foremost, like you mentioned, is like we... 
you know, it's very hard to prevent all of this from happening. Like it's it's very common to get in, indoor insect pests. I'm a notorious plant killer. Like every I'm an insect person, so every plant that I bring in, it usually dies for some reason. I forget <laughs> to water it. Or I just like find the insects fascinating and I just let them kill my plant. And it's like kind of interesting. You're running an, an experiment instead of taking care of a plant. All right. Yeah, exactly. Right. So um, I, you know, what, well, the first, the most important part for managing an insect pest is to first identify that insect or identify that pest if it's not an insect. Right. Um, so, you know, that's part of the reason my job exists is to help folks, you know, farmers, growers, home gardeners, just household hobbyists to identify their insects. Luckily, there's only like a few major pests on indoor plants, and they're easy to kind of learn what they look like if you just get a feel for it. So let's say you do get that insect pest in your plant. You notice there's a problem. It's really good to uh, identify that thing, that identify that pest first. So, you know, send a photo of it to the plant and insect diagnostic clinic at Iowa State University. I'd be happy to tell you what the insect is and train you how to identify them in the future. Uh, and then after that, you know, we can focus on whatever insect that is or whatever pest you're finding and manage it depending on what type or what pest we find. Because every insect, every pest has to be managed in a slightly different way. But the good news is, and I'm sure we're going to jump into this, is that the, the, first, the best way to manage most of these pests is to just wash your plants. Take those plants that have pests on them and isolate them. So again, we're trying to isolate the ones that might or do have problems to prevent them from going to other plants and being more of a a hassle to deal with, right? Um, but washing your plants is usually your best friend. You can take a wet cloth, you can take a paintbrush with alcohol, just rubbing alcohol on it and like rub those insect pests or pests off one by one. Those are really your best friend. And like, I think a lot of times we like to react to pests by saying, what can I go to the store and buy to right. spray on these pests? And that's often not best practice. When we think of what's going to save us the most money and potentially time and hassle, Sometimes that's the cheaper option, which is just using a wet cloth or, again, like a paintbrush with some rubbing alcohol and just rubbing those pests off one by one and being diligent with it. I mean, it really does a good job most of the time. You talk about isolating the plant. Um, if you have a plant that has an infestation in amongst your collection of house plants, how likely is it that those insects would have already spread to the other plants? Or do they, they tend to remain on the, the plant that is the problem. Yeah, that's a really good question. And it's actually a really tough one to answer because it depends on what types of plants you're growing inside. Uh, some insect pests that are household plant pests like to focus on one or two different hosts. Some, But most of these, they, they go on to different types of plants, right? But some plants they won't prefer. Some plants they will prefer. So you, it really depends on the situation, how close your plants are together. You know, are they right next to each other? Are the pots and the leaves touching or are they on the opposite sides of the kitchen or living room, right? Um, so really, it's, a, it's kind of an impossible question to answer. You know, can that pest fly, right? Does it have the ability to move across the room quickly? Uh, lots of questions there. That it, And that's why, you know, again, part of my job exists is to help clients figure these things out. And like, what do we need to be worried about? What do we not need to be worried about? I'm less concerned about, uh, you know, I'm, I'm less concerned about spider mites moving from one plant in the kitchen to a plant in the other room, other than as opposed to aphids that might have the ability to fly to that other plant, right? So it really depends. All right. And and I did, um, you gave me a list of some of the most common household insect pests. So we've got mealybugs, spider mites, aphids, thrips, and fungus gnats on that list. If you know what the most common pests are, I mean, that, that really helps in identifying them. 
Oh, for sure. Yeah. And so I, I can be a little bit biased because my whole job is to identify insects. So I can look at a blurry photo of an insect and oftentimes know at least generally what it is. Um, so, you know, I have to, I guess, realize that. But a part of my goal when I, whenever I receive photos and I receive questions to get help about plant pests, I always like being really educational and teaching folks how to identify things on their own because these, these main pests that you just listed they're all quite distinct if we just learn a little bit more about them. You know, an aphid does look quite different than a fly if you have some sort of magnification to look at it. And, you know, spider mites look completely different. Mealybugs look completely different. But if we don't have a little bit of magnification and we don't have a little bit of experience with identifying these things, sometimes they all just look like bugs, right? They just yeah. look all very similar. So, but again, that's, you know, that's why I, my, my job exists and that's why I, I'm here to help is to help train folks on how to better identify these different pests. Well, and as you mentioned, you don't always see the insect. You might see signs of the insect, right? Right, exactly. Yeah, and, and those th- can be challenging situations, sometimes even for entomologists. You know, we can see signs of insects and not know exactly what's going on. So sometimes we like to get samples of folk, people's plants in uh, so we can make better determinations of what actually is going on. Sometimes there can be multiple pests on the same plant and the question is, well, which one's the main problem? Why is this plant experiencing all these different pests on it? There's just so many questions that we could ask and so many potential answers and paths forward. Uh, but luckily, management uh, is is quite simple. <laughs> right. And so you, you mentioned washing the plant, maybe wiping it down. And, and just water could help you in this situation? Yeah, just water can be really useful in this situation. So I, I usually go one of two methods. If I see any insects or pests on my plants and I... <laughs> I'm not just enamored by the, or, you know, in love with what the insects are doing to my plant because I think plant damage is sometimes really cool. Um, I will either just take a, just a dishcloth and it depends on the, the, the rigidity of that plant as well. Like if you have a really delicate plant with really small leaves and thin stems, you might not want to take a washcloth and just like start rubbing on those leaves. It's a little bit, it's a little bit dangerous to the plant. You could do more damage to the plant than good. Um, So I either, if I have a really sturdy plant that has really sturdy big leaves, I'll just take a a dishcloth with some water. You can add a little bit of dish soap to that as well, um, but you don't need to use too much of it. And just wipe those leaves off to just wipe those pests off. And in doing so, you're going to kill those pests uh, because they're, you know, so tiny and they can't really survive just getting brushed with a a rag. Um, If I have really delicate leaves or if, uh, if the leaves are really small and I need to get into really tiny crevices, I'll take a paintbrush and I'll just dip it in some rubbing alcohol you could also use water um, for this in this case as well, but and just you know lightly rub or get those insect pests or those pests off of those plants with a paintbrush. So any physical removal that's not going to harm the plant itself is going to be beneficial to getting pests off of it. Um, and yeah, you usually don't need much more than water at the most, dish soap or rubbing alcohol. How do you feel about insecticidal soap? So insecticidal soap is is a great tool. I mean, when we think of like an integrated approach to management or managing a pest, there are sometimes chemicals and insecticidal soaps involved. I think with house plants, it gets a little bit more challenging to do that because we're introducing potential harmful chemicals into the home. Uh, insecticidal soap, though, is generally a more friendly one for um, household plants. So I, I think I like to terminate the amount of chemical use we're going to use at insecticidal soap. There are certainly other chemical options available past that or beyond insecticidal soap. But I, before even before insecticidal soap, I always recommend just using the water method, using the uh, physical removal method. You know, the less things we're spending money on to manage our pests, 
the less we, you know, it's, it just makes it much easier to just do the things that are cheap and easy that we all generally have on hand as before long as we just run to the store. As long as we're and, consistent and willing to put in the time. Right. And so that's the thing is sometimes managing these pests with, you know, just rubbing them off of the plant. Sometimes that can take several weeks, but it does work. I, I recently had some pepper plants last growing season that were just covered with aphids. And again, I'm a notorious plant killer. I had starters that I didn't put in the ground yet. And it you took several weeks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it took several weeks of like getting them off with a paintbrush. And Entomologist ethanol. Zach Shum of Iowa State University Plant and Insect Diagnostic Clinic. I'm Charity Nebbe. Can we heal the environment? In Kansas, we're working on it. Up From Dust is a podcast about how humans reshaped the world to fit urban landscapes and agricultural needs. We'll meet the people who are rolling up their sleeves to find more sustainable ways forward. Listen to Up From Dust from KCUR, part of the NPR Network. Garden Variety is a production of Iowa Public Radio and Iowa State University Extension. It's produced by me, Aaron Style, Caitlin Troutman, and the Iowa Public Radio talk show team. For more garden goodness, please subscribe to our Garden Variety newsletter. Just go to iowapublicradio.org slash garden. I'm Charity Nebbe. See you next time.